checks in. He was cutting my hair the day after his son was born. I was like, how's the baby? He's like, baby's here, bro. I was like, what? He's like, baby came last night, bro. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, man, listen to me. Listen to me, man. Back in the day, just because the baby came didn't mean you, you didn't get to not plow the fields. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, everybody. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find the Wheel Route at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center Play Area Store, uh, Stitcher, things of that nature. We're out here. You can also just stream it straight from the website. We would appreciate the click. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan the Dawn, and I am uh, still coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. We're soldiering through another couple cold days here. Um, did bust out the LL Bean pullover yesterday. You guys be happy to know, getting my puffy on. Um, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, um, yeah, just just working, living the dream. Get looking forward to another single day off here in a couple weeks. So can't wait, right? This is what we've this is what we've been training for. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where it's been cold recently, but we we've got a nice little warm window coming up. Today was the first of maybe three spring-ish days. Um, oh. so that's been a nice surprise. Gonna hit the links tomorrow with dad. Um Good, good. Have you um have you also been getting your puffy on, or is it not ready for that yet? Uh, so I usually go from like, in in the Patagonia universe, I go from like better sweater uh-huh. to the nano puff, like pullover. Wow. But what a UVA grad, this I, guy. I mainly go just like better sweater straight to my like hardcore Sims heavy jacket. Um, okay. With maybe some hoodies mixed in between, but um, anyhow. Fair you know, lifestyle, hashtag lifestyle, hashtag brands. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, speaking of hashtags, at Shank Jordan, where I don't really tweet. But uh, I do want to say thank you if you're listening to this in in the realm of this weekend, because you could be listening to Taylor Swift's new album instead. So thanks for giving us those streams, because I'll probably be listening to that album instead of this (laughs) for the third time. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Sorry. Um, my name is Jason Crick. I uh, sorry, I completely zoned out there for a second. That's on me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I uh, am also in the friendly city where yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice weather today. The sun came out and the wind died. And that's really all you need. Um, that's like eighty percent of the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was great today and uh, football football weather. It was. It was. It was yeah. nice. Nice weather. Um, I tweet things uh, at Jason Crick. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm excited to join you guys for this uh, two-hour breakdown of the Star Wars Rogue Squadron announcement. See, I was more excited about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Mm. 
but so I was more uh, I was more sad that the SEC on CBS Music wasn't coming with CBS to ESPN. That's not Listen. to say I wasn't excited about Rogue Squadron. That's that's fair. I mean, yeah, I'm excited about all of it. I, I will. I'm such an easy Star Wars mark. Like, if you make something like B minus or better, I'm going to consume all of it no, without question. So, what um, is I think what, what what happened? What happened? They announced so a lot of today, new content. That's... Today is the first day of, I believe, the Disney shareholders meeting, or an important yeah. day of the Disney shareholders Shout meeting. So naturally, for whom actually is when they like roll out all the new property. It's like ten new Star Wars shows, two new movies, like eight new Marvel shows, the whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, but among them was uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi show, which I think had been out there for a while. Show, um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of like the Mandalorian series, series. yeah. Oh. And then um, a movie by directed by Patty Jenkins, who did the Wonder Woman movies, um, called Rogue Squadron. And basically it's, I mean, listener, when I tell you that I have consumed essentially every piece of Star Wars fighter pilot media for the last 30 years of my life, right. um, I'm not you exaggerating much. Sure. Um, so I said for years, why don't they just do Top Gun in the Star Wars universe, and it'll be awesome, and make eleven billion dollars, and ten percent of which will be from you. Yeah, I mean, I think I deserve a finder's fee as the only as the only one in the world who had this idea. I think I deserve right. that. And right. so it appears they're doing it now. And Patty Jenkins is a really good director. And I'm very very excited. And it's not going to come out for like three years. But whatever. I saw also that they there's a feature in the works that's being directed by the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. Taika Waititi. Yes. Yes. I I always butcher that pronunciation. That's fair. So I just said the guy who did Ragnarok. Yep. Uh, but I mean, that's you so know, I'm that's very like, excited he's, for that as well. He's an outstanding director. Yes. Um, he did uh, he did Jojo Rabbit. He did uh, the Hunt for the Wilder People. That was his like first movie. Did he do the new um, Wonder Woman that's coming out on Christmas as well? No, that was also Patty Jenkins. Okay. Yeah, she did both of them. Um, and sorry. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi is is great. He also does um, uh, what we do in the shadows, which is a really popular TV show, like comedy about vampires. Um, he's he's a New Zealander. He's hilarious. Uh, he's wonderful. And yeah, they they have enough trust in him that they, I believe, his project is still just uh, untitled Star Wars project because they're just like, yeah, we just are gonna let Taika do whatever he wants, and let so it's go. gonna be very awesome. Yep. Let Russ cook. Let let Russ. Cool. So, anyways, I know Logan. We probably stole most of your thoughts on that. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I mean, listen, I love, I love a good Star War, so I will yeah. tune in to. Well, to we will all go it. see a Star War together at some point. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. As I don't excited for War. Logan to complain about how much longer it was than it should have been, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. He just, he just wants to make sure they're I mean, properly rated. Yeah. Listen, he's more of, excited like, about Christmas this year. I yeah. can already tell. That's right. true. Yeah. You can, right. As you part of it. my, as, yeah, as part of my 2020 strategy, I do feel like <laughs> I have, um, as, as I promised, been a better sport about things. So, uh, um, I just love that this is a thing we're just like, this is how we're talking about Christmas. Like, yeah, I feel uh, like I haven't I, been terrible about listen, it. My, my, we've been over this on the podcast. I feel like I've been somewhat, somewhat unfairly castigated as a Grinch. And I don't necessarily think that that is completely true. I just like, I just, you know, you don't like what you don't like. And I, I don't like, I, like, I don't have a need to listen to Christmas music all the time. And, and people just are like, what? what? Like, 
I you think know that's, I, mean? I think that's that might be people new in your life. I think Jordan and I are genuinely proud that you've moved from. Uh, it's it's one thing to to dislike it, but you used to like get annoyed that other people liked it, and now you just like that's eh, not my thing. Well, and that's that be true, but you also do know that there are people out there that'll be like, you know, I was just at my house today. Oh sure, it is September, and I just wanted to listen to some Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, like my, my neighbors above me, yeah, certainly yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So, certainly like, true. That will one hundred percent never be me, and I don't think that that means that I don't like Christmas. I just think no. that be me. So anyhow. Emily has been working very hard. Kochi, as, as she's affectionately known, has been working very hard on a uh, a, list, a Christmas playlist for our um, annual holiday cookie uh, decorating gathering. Love so um, she has been curating, as she calls it. Um, and believe me, I have heard all the Christmas songs now. So I am. Will that be available totally on her uh, on her public? playlists yes okay. yes it will she also has a pop punk christmas um playlist that wow, she suggested i listen to which is <laughs> which was wild that she suggested that with a straight face that like she's like you'll probably like it and i was like i'm gonna be honest i'm never i'm never gonna listen to that like ever by I myself appreciate your optimism but i don't but, think you're you know, correct yeah no and, it, and it's and it's fine it's fine so all right let's not do this before more do people. we do we want to so if we're not going to talk about Star Wars, then I feel like we should spend the next hour talking about Weston McKinney. Oh, well, man. We could do that. That was, that um, was a golazo, for sure. Yeah. Quite, quite a performance for the uh, for, for the Team USA boys the past couple days. Baby Yanks are, are exciting to watch. Well, I think we – so I believe the number – like the record for, for Americans in the Champions League knockout round was three. It's five And, and this year, we I believe it's eight. Okay. Yeah. So That's all the graphic. That. There was after, I saw some article, I think the defector wrote it like three months ago, and it was like, listen, after a decade of like talking myself into like <laughs> Josie Altador at a like championship team and um like no seriously, Eric Lehige is underrated and like that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, like yeah, right. Listen. He plays for West cannot... Ham, bro. He play he gets yeah. minutes for West Ham. He, he he plays important minutes. They're they're like fighting to keep from getting relegated, man. Um <laughs> So I to like your situations to watch Weston McKay score a full volley scissor kick against Barcelona with Lionel Messi on the other side of the field, kind of surreal, pretty impressive. So that was cool. Yeah. 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 Things, things are looking up at least from uh, a trajectory and talent standpoint. From a talent standpoint. Love, love to see it. Yeah, TBD. Yep. We just need to, well, who's that old, who's that guy that like, Coached Russia for a while, got him to the World Cup, and then he like then he coached oh, for, for a while, and then for uh, us? Or, or he, he coached uh, didn't he didn't he coach whatever was it Japan or South Korea that year that they like made it really far? He was like a mercenary coach, yeah. And he, like, uh, um, but like the team, he's like one of those guys. He's like an Urban Meyer type. We need to God, what was oh, his it was his uh, goose hitting. Yes, goose hitting. Yeah. Yes, yes, Dutch. Just the, just the like curmudgeonly right. Dutchman. I loved him so much. Yeah, yeah, and he was. I mean, he was out here. He was. Um, yeah. Didn't he? Co- he coached another team that made it really far. He coached Russia in, in 2010. He coached the Netherlands 14 to 15. Yeah, he was the interim coach for for Chelsea for like a year. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's he's coached since 1987, and he's coached mm-hmm. a one, two, three. But like, what four, what five, countries six, has seven, he coached? He's coached the Dutch twice. He's coached South Korea in the O2 run. He coached yeah. Australia. He coached right. Russia for a full cycle in 2010. He coached Turkey for two years right after that. 
He's currently right. the coach at Curacao. Ah, Curacao. Wow, he's living the dream. Good for him. He's Dude, man, if we got, if we got Goose hitting waters. as the United States men's national team coach, <laughs> a I mean, retirement gift. I would have to fan myself. <laughs> hey, he committed uh, He committed tax evasion in the Netherlands and then later coached their national team. Like, oh, this is the stuff yeah. heroes are made of. He's primed for a leadership role in the United States, you know? Right. I'm saying he's ready. I've often said this. I've often said he this. He is ready. Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Um, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I'm back on the Topo and Key Lime Juice slurry. <laughs> Good. Hey, uh, PSA, um, Dr. Colin Smith, uh, listener of the pod, says to be careful with the amount of lime juice that you're dumping into your slurry. It can be mm. bad for the enamel. Everything in moderation. Moderation. For sure. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think my viewpoint on this is probably uh, on equal footing as Collins, and I think he's right. I agree with him. So yeah, okay, that's, that's two of us. How, how many drops are you going in a topo? Just to compare notes, I'm usually going like <laughs> um, I would say three dashes. Okay, oh, it's not you, just have, you have the glass bottle, right? Of lime juice? No, I don't. Oh, so you. Can you squeeze? I have like the squeeze bottle, but like you can kind of like Tabasco okay. sauce it, so it kind of goes like blop blop, and kind of like okay. you know. I've been kind of given a little encouraging boost, and then yes, draw it away. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's too much. I've already, I've already given him my piece. I, I told him that teeth are a wear item, and he needs to take a hike. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's how he makes his money: is people considering teeth a wear item. <laughs> Jason said it. Jason said it. All right, I, I was just insinuating it heavily. Right. All right. So, anyhow, we're all. What do I know? You know. No, I was. I was not making fun of him. I was making fun of you for playing and into the his system. Hands. We're just. I know. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. If you took care all of right. your teeth, Colin would have less of your money. Not that he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I do. And believe me, I do. I scrub them down all the time. All right, Jason. What are you drinking? Uh, I uh, I got boring tonight. Uh, in the midst of a chaotic week, I have a Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. I say I got boring tonight as if I'm like going all over the variety on most nights. So <laughs> Yeah, you're really you're really Just down to trying to contain your shock, map. but I have a Vienna lager. And yeah. so Um I got a little Bermosa going, a little Victory Golden Monkey and some OJ. Um Emily scored this victory mix pack uh the other day, a twelver. There's three gold monkeys, three sour monkeys, a couple of the tart monkeys and a yeah. Something else. There's a guava one in there, probably like the slightly tart monkey or something like that. So, um, anyhow, good. I honestly think one of my favorite things to drink. I'll be honest, and I, you know, I'm often honest on this podcast. So, man. Jason, it's been a while. How are you? I was on Sunday's episode, wasn't I? Oh, okay. Am I hallucinating? Well, that feels that like that kind of is a yeah. while, and it feels like you miss them sometimes, but. Yeah. I mean, I have, and I will. I will in the future. Um, I have. But I will. <laughs> let's, be, I let's be real about it. It's coming. Well, gonna... you, you need to break any news on the pod, Jamie. Basketball yeah. coming back. Are we, what are is the team? Is it like uh, shut down team activities right now? Uh, yeah, is full team activities is? currently on pause. Uh, on pause. On pause. Currently Sorry. scheduled to resume full team activities Monday, December fourteenth. Okay. Okay, so, so knock on all the wood that we are able to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, cool. Well, go Dukes. Um, how are the Lady Dukes doing? Oh, they're they're fun as all hell. Um, they have one senior and a whole lot of really really good freshmen and sophomores, and they beat the hell out of Mason the other day. And 
They were fun to watch the other night, right? They beat the Who's the other night. The Who's um, have some work to do on that. Yeah, side they do. John Paul Jones. They're they're ravaged by injuries right now, so I feel bad for them. But I mean, listen, it's you know, it, one step at a time. Jamie's been Jamie's kind of been the class of the state for like a decade now. So it's true, you know. Ever um, since the old Dominion, the old Dominion reign came to an end. Essentially, I mean, basically, yes, yeah. How basically. fitting yeah. to take down the monarchy. Yeah, the symbol of monarchy. <laughs> They replace them with the Dukes, right. another monarchy. Yeah. I mean, so they're that's the people's monarchy. Yeah, no, so I mean, Coach O'Regan is uh, is a great coach. He recruited really, really well the last couple of years, and it's it's chilling. We got a lot of like startlingly good young talent. Um, cool. I'm excited for them. Excellent, excellent, Jordan. How are you? You know, just grinding, brother, making it happen. The stash is still luscious. Gonna still uh, WNFH. Yeah, still still working from home. Uh, I yeah. think is what you were getting at there. Um, I thought it was seven. a four letter acronym. I got yeah, thrown off by the N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured it out. We, yep. you know, the buyer still work. Jordan's a smart one. So anyhow, uh, my company has said that our next target date for working in the office is July first. Um, so that's exciting, but uh, that'll be a full like fifteen months. In the same email, they also said they're going to give us uh, basically an eleven day off at the end of the year. So like from Christmas Eve until the third, the fourth or fifth of January, whatever. Wow, they're closing things down. However, in my infinite wisdom, I volunteered to be one of the goons that covers our desk for like the three days that we would have normally been working. Um, so it'll be fine. Like I'll be working. It'll, it should be slow. And then I'll just get extra vacay time next year. Oh, nice. Nice. So you'll just be able to hit play like 11 straight days of golf. For yeah. The, just for the, some uh, extra days. I think, owned, uh... I think I like estimated based on the extra carryover they're letting us do. I think I have to take hmm. 23 days of vacation next year so as not to lose any um twist, twist your arm right by a crazy coincidence that's roughly the length of the NCAA men's basketball tournament yeah so i could just oh, do man. a do a freaking residency out in vegas for, <laughs> for march and april but Oof. Uh, i can't imagine how polluted your body would be upon return oh man well it's that it's a dry heat out there so it, you know <laughs> yeah because that, that's what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> how, how hot and sweaty you would get. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, I'm saying, like, instead of just like sweating it out, you don't even really feel yourself sweating it out. You just it instantly evaporates. Yeah. Listen, I I've heard all of the adages about the heat, and I'm it's I'm just not heat. into it. It's not my it's not my thing. You're like, oh, you don't even feel yourself sweat. So what, man? You're in an oven. It is an oven. Your your skin is burning. Yeah. You know. Right. Just because right. you make them every day, Logan. You're right. And I and guess what? My elbows don't get crusty. I got this humidity around me at all times. Yeah, I don't even need they to make lotion. lotion for. I don't I don't need to wear lotion cuz the cuz the air lotions me. Cuz you just here. sweat all the time. Not sweat. It's I don't need humidity. the lotion. I just sweat. <laughs> I just stay pretty pitted for the most part, but you know. Good for you. <laughs> it's what it is. Um, 
Trying to think if there's anything new here. Oh, oh, oh. I uh, I mentioned to you guys that I am a fledgling. I'm a Peloton guy now. Fledgling yeah. Peloton guy. Um, I do not have a Peloton bike, but I did. I did. Uh, we did back sort of. Uh, Coach E has, has been dealing with some knee issues, so uh, she couldn't really go to the gym as much. And I saw a gentleman on the Facebook Marketplace was uh, selling this little deal, and I was kind of intrigued. So picked one up, a little spin bike with a heavy wheel, you know, spin class style. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of using the Peloton app occasionally if I can drag myself up early in the morning, do that, supplement some other things. Your boy was getting a little fluffy, all right? Got a little fluffy during during the COVID, so uh, we're we're on the road to recovery here. Beach season 2021 starts now, so uh, Sandbar we're season. out here. Ugh, you're not you're not kidding. So anyhow, um, but I, listen, delightful. I actually think it's pretty fun. I mean, I don't. There's there's a little too much positive self talk that's going on during <laughs> during the uh, during the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> the, 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 so perfect oh my god right, a, right after we get done like ten, not 10 minutes after lauding him for his growth and like it's just a positive the most, approach to, to christmas you, and christmas you could song. not have said anything that would have made me happier in that moment it was so right. perfect uh, let me tell you it made emily really happy when i said it the other day too so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No one will ever just yell at you and be like, pedal faster, you piece of <laughs> shit. You know, like that's not that's that's, that's not that's what you're not, paying for. That's what I thrive off of. And that's <laughs> not what I get on the Peloton app. Um and, you, but, you would uh, do what you would do real well in a Dave Lado Peloton class. <laughs> wow. What a ridiculous <laughs> the deep cut. That's a like deep a real, cut. Yeah, yeah. You know you would though. Bear, Frank Martin. Yeah, we would yeah, we we definitely get it done. <laughs> not a problem, but uh no, I mean it's 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 a good time. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fun. A uh, little thirty minutes, you know, sweat, few hundred cows down the drain. And I found that with biking, I don't like sweat profusely for like hours. I, I'm kind of a sweaty guy, as mentioned previously a couple minutes ago. Uh, and um, the biking is nice. You can kind of recover quickly. Uh, but anyhow, I'm, I'm just out here uh, saying the Peloton app delightful, pretty affordable, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good music too, which is helpful. The problem with the YouTube ones is that they got commercials randomly, and you have to have the remote on hand because sometimes they'll just like uh, the three and a half minute long like Google Home commercial will come on, like, and you have to click after five seconds to get out of it. But you'll just be sitting there pedaling, like thinking you're just going to be pedaling for five seconds. But no, 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 you got to find the remote. So anyhow, but yeah, back to the positive self-talk, just like a lot of like coaching, like you are powerful. That This is what you're, we're here today to set aside those sons of everything and to focus on getting better one pedal at a time. And I'm just like, oh, gag me with a spoon with this BS right here. But <laughs> anyhow, it's fine. Good, good times all around. Uh, hopefully drop a couple LBs and I'll just lord it over you guys. Jason. You mentioned you're not a big spin class guy. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to be very clear. I've, I've never, never been. I've never actually been to a spin class either. But I, I have pedaled my little off in, in my in my house. So. I have I have ridden stationary bikes. Uh, we did a lot of, like we had a very weird in like the little like one credit hour fitness class uh, freshman year yes. at JMU. Um, oh, yes. We had a very weird week where it was like stationary bike week. 
Okay. And we learned all the techniques and how to. It was very strange. And it was, uh, hand I was position like, one, hand position two. Yeah, I was just like, I never want to do this again. And um, and it, I'm sure I'm sure it didn't help that I'm tall, and the bikes were not up. Yeah. the bikes were not set up for me. And maybe that would be better, but I think being tall is a liability there, regardless of setup. So I'm guessing it wasn't bikes. under the ideal conditions, but uh, yeah, yeah, did not enjoy. It. Not a fan. Was it like a spin bike bike or were they like yeah. just stationary? Bike? Okay. So like the, with the heavy, the big heavy wheel and stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's kind of enjoyable. That's fair. But we also ride, we ride at the, at the gym I go to. It's, it's CrossFit gym. As I maybe have mentioned on here, we ride these, they're called the assault, the assault bike. Uh, sure. that we have to of course ride. they are. And it's like, basically you ride the thing for like 30 seconds and you just like taste metal in your mouth immediately <laughs> because you're just like, you're, you're having like a, pulmonary embolism or something because your lungs are like on fire but sure. anyhow so maybe this just feels better and i <laughs> so I, I like it more but um feels less dangerous you gotta your, you gotta, it's the assault bike is that thing that they they ride on the uh on football sidelines you see guys riding it with the hands uh, to like get warmed yeah. up or whatever yeah like, yeah it's keep, terrible keep the things loose yeah yeah progressive resistance though with the fan wheel that's the thing so the harder you push the harder it is so it's like so just don't it, work hard it's, and yes, basically, yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, Logan, I had a question with your your spin okay. rig. Do you have you found any like any back issues? Like, is it a hunched over the whole time thing, or are you kind of so? I mean, the classes I've done, I mean, it's it's fairly upright. You can operate from the saddle mostly, but I've done some. Um, <laughs> I've done some, I guess, classes that have like climbs, so you get out of the saddle too. Okay. And like have to stand up, but like it has, I don't know. You, you adjust the resistance to kind of like to your, to your liking and you're supposed to kind of pay attention. That's the one thing that I can't really do. Cause I don't have any sort of uh heads up display or anything on my bike. It's purely the bike and the little resistance knob. So I kind of have to like guess at what 50% resistance is like, I don't know what that means. 50% of what, you know, like certainly not 50%. I mean, 50% in my mind is way way too restrictive um but you know you're supposed to be riding it like okay guys crank it to 60 percent for 30 seconds and get out of the saddle and let's go 70 rpm you're know, doing so. so great yeah i have some uh i have some notes for the peloton app folks as well i might send them an email to try to to suggest don't give them away for free that's my experience a, a little bit better <laughs> but um no we're good fitness is my passion as you guys know so and if maybe if they'd like to send the boys some bikes and oh be an official branded podcast you see jason on his back porch with his uh pellet grill going pedaling his custom tall boy Getting rig after yeah. <laughs> yeah. make me make me a six foot five person stationary bike yeah let's get it get it yeah you think you'd be all right you're telling me that mark cavendish the welsh rocket is not six foot five are you kidding I mean, we can fact check that literally in ten seconds. I doubt. I doubt he is. I'm saying he's five nine. Uh, wow, he is five nine. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's probably all that's probably tall. As a fellow <laughs> yeah. five nine, all great athletes. That uh, that bell curve has a pretty big peak. Does he uh, does he go by the Welsh Rocket though? Have you been able to confirm that? I mean, I highly doubt it, but let's find out. Is that in his basketball reference profile under one of his just, nicknames? Just oh, no, no, he goes by a way better nickname, which is mm. the Manx Missile. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
That is a good nickname. Who's I don't know Robert? why. I, what is? Am I? What's Max mean? Is that a city? Oh, it looks like it's a national. Oh, he's from the Isle of Man. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Apologies to the Isle of Man. Yep, just out to the Isle of Man. My fault. Yeah. So the. Oh no, Mark Cavendish is also known, I believe, as the Welsh Rocket. I've, I, I, I confirmed this independently. Too late. He's from Wales. You can't tell me the Welsh Rocket is from is better than the Manx Missile. Um. Well, I mean, it's certainly not. It's certainly less specific. <laughs> the Manx. All right, we we go. Let's keep it moving here, guys. Um, <laughs> a lot of cycling talk here. We're, uh, we're once to... again stalling because we are football <laughs> sucks again this week. Clearly, yeah, football, yeah, football has been a drag this year. But hey, we're pressing forward. The best Florida season I can remember in the last fifteen years, and I can't even like hardly bring myself to talk about it. Uh, we're moving forward though. So playoff rankings are out. We had a little bit of the the Ohio State conversation the other day. I feel like this has sort of picked up speed since uh, Ohio State and Michigan's game this weekend got canceled. But Ohio State checks in nicely at, what are they, four? Three or four um, in the playoff rankings. And uh, they also basically already they, – they got waved into the Big Ten championship game as well, um, which is the other little bit of news. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if there's a whole lot of new ground to break here. I think that I think – that Ohio State is one of the best four teams in the country, and I also think that they don't deserve to be in the playoff, given the fact that they've played like quite literally half the games that some other teams have played. If we're going to hold games played against teams that aren't as high profile as Ohio State, then we should hold games played against Ohio State, whose best win is against who? Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. Yeah. So who? Who? who it's who's good, and that's a fine win. But I mean, they um, beat. Penn State, that's bad, and they beat Michigan State, that's bad. They didn't get to play Michigan, which maybe helps their cause at this point. Um, and you know, they I, did they play Minnesota? They might have, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Well, it, regardless. Michigan plays yeah. yeah, regardless. I mean, I just I, there's uh, there's not a whole lot of impressive strength of record type uh, info there for Ohio State, and um, yeah, it's just frustrating. It, to to see that this is like a fairly transparent um, money, money grab, grab. Money, money grab. grab. It's a it's a money grab. Ohio State brings a lot of cachet uh, with their fan base and, and everything else to that um, side of things, and it sucks because ultimately I do think they are one of the best four teams in the country. I, I agree. With like you. So yeah. weird, and if the point of the playoff is to get the best four teams, then that's fine. But you know, then why do we play any games? Why don't we just go ahead and? And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, <laughs> I was told for two decades that the only reason college football was good was that the regular season mattered. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, Jason, you know that I, I think that's kind of true. I don't think that's the only reason that college football is no, good. It's, I'm, I'm exaggerating to be a certainly is a feather in the cap of college football. But Jordan and I talked. I don't think you were on the podcast a couple episodes ago, but like. I do think that college football is going to be at a crossroads here pretty soon because everybody wants to throw up their hands and be disgusted that like people are opting out at, you know, especially after the season's done, but they've done themselves a disservice by folk, by making it seem like everybody who's not in the top four season doesn't matter at all. Right. And the same three, three of the top four teams are the same every year. Yep. So basically only, only three teams matter every year. (laughs) And, and then there's a, a lucky fourth that gets to get sacrificed to Alabama in round one. So, yep. uh, 
you know, cool. I, I just, you know, and, and you just shift the problem down if you make the playoff bigger, right? Like, I mean, you're still going to have, then you're going to have Probably. only eight teams, uh, you know, seasons matter. But like, that's, I, I would argue that that's better. And right now it just seems like there's zero interesting um, developments at the top of college football. And that's like just frustrating as someone who really likes the sport. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the bigger problem is less in the, uh, in them only making a few teams matter as, as how they've marketed it um, and how they've promoted sure. it and that sort of thing. Cause you know, college basketball, certainly the regular season doesn't mean as much in college basketball as it does in college football. That is 100% true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> College basketball also has the best postseason in sports, so it has that going for it. Sure. Um, but I do think that, that college basketball does a much better job of giving its regular season – like they they work to make their regular season mean some stuff. And so even when it kind of means less, like, uh, you know, a big fun like Duke-UNC when they're like number two and four in the country, like people get up for that, even though like yep. big picture it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Um, so but Yeah, and their media partners – market the hell of it right too. And, and so the problem is that that and like everybody keeps talking about how like no the NCAA needed college football to happen like no it did not the NCAA does make not make a dime off college football right. the college football playoff and the conferences make money off yeah, college football. The schools needed football to and the biggest like the biggest money in play is the college football playoff contract and the SEC contract and the Big Ten contract and the ACC contract and so on and so forth and so, yeah, like those college football playoff pays the bills. So that's what that's all ESPN's talking about. They do that weekly show, and it's the dumbest show. And they rank the top twenty-five all over again. Everybody gets all. But we will do that show for half the price. We will do that show for half the price. That's correct. Um, yes, a third. And of like price. everybody gets so angry because well, I can't believe that nobody gave Coastal Carolina respect and nobody gave Cincinnati respect. They're never going to. They're never right. going to let a group of five team in a fourteen playoff ever. 100% not going right. to happen unless every team, every power five team in the country loses two games and Cincinnati goes undefeated with two power five wins. That'll be it. Other than that, they're not getting in. So like, why do we, they obviously put them there to get people to watch and make people angry. And so like, why are we doing this? And so I yeah. think that has the way they've built it up to like the playoff is the only thing that matters has, has harmed the regular season and made it less interesting. Not the playoff itself, but how they've done it. Because college basketball has proven that you can yeah. have a sprawling playoff and still have people interested in big college in big regular season matchups. Right. Yeah. No, I think I think that's well said, Jason. I, I think it was a bit of a rant, they, and I apologize, but it no, it's fine. I mean, that, that was. I, I think we. I think we agree. Like, because I, I do think there is something to like the weight of each week in college football. Sure. In a normal season, makes college football like very fun and very weighty, and you can circle. Yep weeks on the calendar you're like damn week seven is going to be crazy you got you know big games and that are going to matter and be de facto knockout games um but like i I do think that we're yeah we're just approaching we're approaching a point where we're like completely devaluing uh all you know all other people who like like jordan are virginia fans right um we you know virginia is not going to be competing for a national championship anytime soon probably um and uh you know but like it seems kind of crappy that like Jordan and Logan are almost in some way forced to like think their team, like we can't like take a whole lot of like excitement out of our team 
making the Orange Bowl or something like that because they're going to play a really watered-down version of whatever SEC team they end up playing or something like that when it's, like, you know, a good moment for Virginia football to, like, finish second in their conference or something like that. And that's not exactly what happened last year. I I don't think – I don't think Florida did quite as much of that as uh, as some other teams have, but like I don't, and also I don't blame guys for opting out. Like they, they, yeah. you get nothing out of staying around and playing in a bowl game just to maybe get hurt. But I also think that um, it sucks because I like college football, and uh, I kind of like that some of the, the campy nature of bowl season and things like that is kind of what makes college football fun and and sort of unique. And um, we're definitely losing some of that. And in 2020 stuff aside, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like we're in a weird direction. So okay. Any 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 further thoughts there? Shall no, we? my chest is much lighter. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for you. All right, coaching carousel spins on. No new updates that I'm aware of on the coaching carousel. So we will table that for now and uh, move on. Um, Shane Shane was wearing his dad's jacket in some pictures. I guess. See, I don't so think was... it was his dad's jacket. I don't think it was. I think it was. It was just off enough, but it was. It was. Same theme. Same. He was theme. going. He was going looked for... like. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was in Righteous Gemstones or if it's just like <laughs> that type of program. But when you sure. have like a parent-child musical act or like performing mm. act, and they dress up the same, that's what it reminded me of. Okay. So a little like traveling it. gimmick, Frank and Shane going going to malls and. Just misbehaving and teaching the third side of the ball. <laughs> the third side. Okay, let's get to the week ahead. Um, another weird week. Uh, let's start actually with the cancellations. I think we were robbed of a, of some interesting matchups here. Cincinnati was supposed to play Tulsa. Mm-hmm. That I guess has been canceled and or postponed. Um, that would have been fun. Tulsa's been uh, frisky. This year, they've knocked off. I think they beat UCF. They've knocked off maybe Memphis. Um, they've been good. Gotcha. I don't know what else to say about that. Cincinnati would be, you know, looking not to get tripped up, but um, try to maintain their spot in probably what bowl game would Cincinnati end up in? Do we know? I mean, they'd be the, the, the like maybe. first be the, the top group of five. So probably, yeah, like, I just think, isn't that the Sugar Bowl usually? Might be Sugar, I think. Yeah. But I don't know what the playoff games are this year, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Ole Miss was supposed I think to play. That's the, well, so I think that's the second time Cincinnati Tulsa got got pushed, which is oh, a really. Who's going to play in the AAC championship game? Cincinnati and Tulsa. <laughs> like, who's it supposed to be? Memphis? I don't know. Are they having one this year? I think so. It's also a good question. I would just assume Memphis because that's kind of who it is every year. But oh yeah, it is Tulsa Cincinnati. Yeah. So, so they'll get to dry again in two next week. Seems that way. Um, <laughs> Bizarre. Really. Where weird. is their championship? Third when is it? The charm. Uh, December nineteenth. So yeah, yeah a week so, from Saturday. It'll be a home championship game Saturday. Doctor yeah. Pepper championship Saturday. So. It is. It is at Nippert. So I mean, it's a good thing they canceled that because how dumb would that have been if they played two weeks through? I mean, that would have been wild. But I mean, very dumb. Super stupid. Uh, Ole Miss was supposed to be at Texas A&M. Uh, this could have been weird. I mean, Ole Miss has been frisky this year as well. Um, and Texas A&M has had a propensity to just kind of like randomly just, you know, fart around and not do a whole lot and kind of pull a game out there. The, Ag- the Aggies are prone to sputtering from time to time. What did uh, on um, a different podcast that 
I was listening. They said uh, Jimbo needs to quit with this fake spread offense. Like it's it's not a spread offense. It's a fake <laughs> spread offense, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ole Miss uh, could have put a scare into him. Oh, for sure. I think this game. So this game is labeled as postponed right now. So is this okay. one of the ones that's moving to SEC Championship Saturday? Oh. Then I play next week. <laughs> I well, I I. I thought I saw something, and this might have been just something somebody manufactured and I got taken in because I wasn't paying attention, but I thought I saw something that the SEC was, like, playing four games the morning of the SEC championship. They might. I mean, there's been some games moved back. Is Alabama going to play a postponed game and then play in the SEC championship game? They get, like, get some orange slices, have a a double header. Yeah, so here we go. So schedule for four other games on the day of the SEC championship. Cool. So, uh, no, Texas A&M, Tennessee at noon. Vandy, oh, Vandy, gross. Vandy, what a gross at Vandy, Vandy at Georgia. Vandy at Georgia at noon. Ole Miss at LSU at three thirty. Missouri at Mississippi State at three thirty, and then the SEC title game at eight. Like, oh, what a terrible gross. foursome of games. Lane yeah. is going to try to score hundred points against LSU. Though. That's <laughs> I, yeah, I'm betting the over. Actually, no, I'm <laughs> well, not. I'm betting Ole Miss betting cover. The, the individual uh, Ole Miss over. Yeah, give me some um, Ole Miss props. Let me <laughs> let me hammer down on those bad boys. For sure. Michigan at Ohio State. Uh, we mentioned it, but this game was also canceled, postponed, whatever, probably canceled. Um, and Ohio State marches on to the B1G championship game against Northwestern. The crown jewel uh, victory in their crown in their crown this year will be um, Northwestern, a team that just lost to Michigan State last week. So Woo. get, you know, awaken the echoes, boys. <laughs> We're back. Um, yeah. Probably doesn't quiet things down on the Jim Harbaugh train. Uh, TBD there. Uh, we'll see if he has any. I mean, NFL if that, so if they don't have, are, are they done? Like, if, I if think that Ohio State Michigan's season is over, right? Yeah, that's, I thought that's what I'm thinking. He was doing the one verse or was doing championship oh, game and they were doing right. like paired up games. Oh, yeah, you're right. Last weekend. Yeah, they're, they're bracket busting their own conference. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, that's like that's you know, it's a and this this came up because of BYU Coastal Carolina, but like bracket busters was a was a men's basketball thing where late in the season they paired up uh, mid major teams that had hopes of at large bids so that the mid major teams could get another signature win over another very strong team instead of running through their terrible conference some more, Um, and it was awesome. It was a fantastic thing, it was. and um, it was it was just delightful. And you get you'd find out who you were playing like a week and a half beforehand, and they'd be similar in the RPI. It was great. Um, and then uh, the ESPN deal. Let's see, they left the CAA out, and then like two weeks, two years later, it died forever. And that's what that happened when you don't invite the CAA to the party. Guys. The CAA was a monster back then too, um, but. Uh, I mean, there's no reason that there's, that couldn't be like an ongoing thing in college football. Yeah, and we've right. proven we can. We've proven it can work. Whim. You can schedule a game in three days. You can definitely schedule a game in two weeks. Yep. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, I'm sure BYU would tell you that they would have loved to have, you know, crunched the film and worked on their run fits and week. stuff all week. Yeah, yeah and that, that's going to be the biggest. The biggest hindrance is like. Oh, if we're being, if we're, love nothing more than preparing. Right. Yes. If yeah, we're being honest, college basketball coaches are used to preparing in like 36 hours, and college football coaches mm-hmm. and football guys 
you need to grind the tape some more. And so whatever. I mean, I would, I, I, I would say you could probably make a realistic argument that there's like a little bit more game planning that goes. There is, there is one thousand percent more game. Okay, game so game. yeah, right. But, but I mean, it, I, I, not I, as I, much I, as college football coaches think there is. Sure, sure. Um, one high safety, throw the ball. Two high safeties, run the ball. It's easy. I mean, I already yeah. pretty much figured out spread offense as. Our services time. are hireable to the highest bidder. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm basically a defensive coordinator. It's probably going to be Michigan player. this offseason. It's so. probably going to be Michigan. Get, get your long notes out. I'll be calling plays from the booth. I got World War II references for days. Let's I'm do this. two like... space heaters in my mini booth with the plexiglass dividers. <laughs> I'm just going to be throwing, just throwing hammer chaws up there, just dialing it up, full <laughs> Lane Kiffin style, Madden mode. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple of games before we pick them. Uh, and Jordan, I don't think we actually gave out our records last week, unless I wasn't listening at all. So you probably weren't listening. We, we probably need to. Well, okay. Fair. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it up to date. So no, we'll I just out. like throwing barbs every once in a while. We were all, I think we were, were we all tied or two of us were tied? No, we I think all- I may not have given specific numbers, but I gave like in relation to each other yeah. oh, okay. what yeah. the difference was. So that may be also- where the divide is between us. Um, holler if you guys want to talk. Houston is at Memphis. A little fun AAC action. Who knows? Could be exciting. Uh, Memphis get weird. I, I usually like watching Memphis play. They kind of have a nice, like, straightforward, like, yeah. good. Quality. How many games has Houston played? Are they like, have they caught up yet? They had like nineteen four. games. I swear, we talk about Houston every week. Like, we should. No, they're up to they're up to three and three. Oh. There are <laughs> there are six postponements on their schedule. That's that is two more two more shit. than Ohio State. Sounds like yeah. that's crazy. Um, LSU is at Florida. Florida's like a twenty-four point favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. Senior day at the swamp for Trask and the boys. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this version of LSU's defense is equipped to go up against the number one passing offense in the country. Uh. So God bless Bo Pelini and and them boys. Um. But yeah, I mean, it would be nice for Florida to have a comfortable win and not have any catastrophic injuries a week out from Alabama. Just throwing that out there. Perhaps. But what will probably happen is Florida will win like 31 to 20 and it will be kind of gross and no one's going to really have a good time. And you know, I'll watch <laughs> too much of it when I should be watching uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech and yada yada. That sounds right. Okay. USC is at UCLA, classic crosstown uh, rivalry in Los Angeles. The battle for Los Angeles. Some of yeah, this. UCLA has UCLA has apparently showed signs of life. I have not watched them play, uh, but I uh, I hear people are saying that UCLA looks a little bit better, uh, almost like they have a good coach, and I think USC has actually looked better too. So good for good for them. Take good your word, Mr. Coach Clay Helton. Usually a good color matchup on the screen. If both schools are wearing their their homes, which I think they usually do, you get the blue versus red. Looks pretty nice. Anyhow, not game related. Out. We want to be clear though. This is LA. What up? All right, San Diego State is at BYU. Letdown huh? game for BYU? Huh? Huh? Well, maybe, maybe sprinkle a little on San Diego State to cover? Huh? Huh? Let me let me take a peek see at the line. <laughs> I mean, San Diego State's not bad. Listen. Um, coached by former San Diego State head coach and former Michigan coach Brady Hook. Brady Hook, that's Lloyd right. Carr. I got him playing. Oh, God. There's a Michigan man if there ever was one. I'm saying. 
I'm surprised someone hasn't floated that on the message boards. You just aren't digging deep enough. Bring and for some, back. for some awful reason, Damn, go blog. I have Wake at Louisville on here. I'm just very intrigued by Louisville. They're Jordan, fast. they are they are on one this week. All right, San Diego well, State uh, is getting 17 and a half against the uh, Mormons. Easy the money. Fathers, easy money on the on the uh, Aztecs there. <laughs> You don't think BYU, a notoriously angry team, is going to take out some anger? Uh, Bronco took that with him when he left. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. A little that's scrap right. at, the, at the end of the first half. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's... that's why Virginia plays with so much edge, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, yeah that's why... They're notorious for unsportsmanlike when, conduct penalties. When I think of branding, I think of, yeah. Virginia's edge, both on the hardwood and the... Uh, just the, with just the playing with iron. fire. The gridiron, thank you, Jordan. You're welcome. <laughs> and the with the pigs. Uh, um, okay, let's talk about Louisville real quick. What's up with Louisville? So big week, you know, uneven performance by the coach the past couple weeks. We'll we'll say um, maybe maybe doesn't need to uh, to maybe say anything. He, you know, he could have not said anything at all. Sometimes you don't have to say anything, and he kind of like refuses to say that he wouldn't maybe think about leaving if he got to move closer to home or something as if he's like worlds away from the Carolinas, whatever that means. I mean, Shane Beamer's, you know, he's excited to return home to right, where he grew up. Native. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, did you know this Jason? Yeah. I've, I've heard tell. Satterfield, right? Yeah. He just, um, not, not really like helping, helping things out with, like the look for the program there. Uh, okay, but when Coach K, but when Coach K does it, it's like he's taking the heat from his players and like Coach drawing K attention not, away. Coach K does not opine about maybe leaving Duke. To be well, close, he opines home. about like maybe we shouldn't play at all. Well, yeah, after I mean, he loses, after but he that's, opines that's about how we have to we have to play. Like two yeah. months ago, and then they just anyway. canceled their out of conference schedule for the rest so of the year. To be fair, this is this is a very weird feeling for me defending Coach K, but he was the first one to say we probably shouldn't play non conference until we have a better idea of what to do. Yeah, but he also this is his move. He also likes to do weird things, have back surgery, do all manner of excuse making whenever his team kind of sucks a little bit, and that's fine. You know who doesn't do that? Tony B. He takes he takes his L's he takes his L's as he gets them. To Kent State, to freaking San Diego or whatever god awful team that they lost to was San Francisco. San Francisco, yes. San Francisco, yeah, yes, yes. The Dons respect the Dons. Western Athletic Conference juggernaut, San Francisco. Um, Anyhow, we we took a little bit of a tangent there. I just think Louisville is very fascinating because you watch them play and you think. Damn, they, they're fun. Their quarterback when they, is all when they are clicking. They are so fun to watch. Yes, yeah, like UCF fun. Them clicking is so far and few between. Yes, that right. and then just like just crushing turnovers. Um, yes, even when they happens. appear to be clicking, even when they appear to be clicking, they're just like, oh god, man, why did you do that? You fumbled. You fumbled it so hard. I, see, I wonder. Like, there, there were legends about uh, Kobe Bryant in high school. R.I.P. Um, that he would like he would miss free throws at the end of games on purpose. So he could take buzzer beater game winners. Like he, like 
He basically shaved points or like through <laughs> through games so he could play hero ball at the end of the game. I mean, this actually doesn't sound outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, apparently I mean, he was it, tough it, to play with. It wouldn't be totally unfeasible for a college team to just be like, you know what, we're gonna around for like forty five minutes, and then we're gonna really like turn the burners on and see how how ridiculous we can make the fourth quarter. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying, like, it's possible. <laughs> and if there That's was a coach, one. if there was a program to do shady, weird things on the field, Louisville's got to be on the list. It's Scott Satterfield's Louisville team. Not, yeah. <laughs> not the freaking Bobby Petrino's Louisville team, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think they've, they've been bizarre, and there's always, like, weird uh, rumors that, you know, maybe they'll be looking for another coach um too especially if satterfield really needs to move one state over and get back closer to home whatever that means so um all right let's get into some picks jordan uh bring us up to date on the the records for the year and then let's uh then just take us home brother all right before i start reading off records i just want to shout out jason for that awesome mute button <laughs> job he, he had I, just, I almost died live on the podcast i saw a lot uh, of spasming in his panel i uh, just coughed for a good 20 seconds we heard time. none of it so you are welcome he did that Not for him. you listener. that is that is the experience of nine months of Zoom meetings coming in. Was it a uh, was it a dry cough? Hey, you know, shout out to you for getting better at Zoom meetings because I work with some people that have gotten zero percent better <laughs> at using this very simple technology, and it's like, what are we doing? And you some guys, people like, have even gotten worse over the last nine months. Oh, it's like we haven't switched yeah. platforms, we haven't done anything like that, and you've it's somehow like, there are two buttons that matter: the the mute button and the hang up button, and you evidently use neither. <laughs> there's a guy i have or calls you think with they're interchangeable or something brother man does not even hang up the phone he's just like all right see ya and like if i sit there we'll be on the phone <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes i just try it out just to see how it goes <laughs> wait no, what if he's up. what if it's just so like a really alpha move where he's like you hang up yeah this is a classic negotiating technique yeah. my my time Maybe. is so valuable i he's will just, not press the leave yeah. button never never relinquish the handshake kind of thing right you just can't you never can't, speak first. You can't do that you can't do that in COVID times. So never speak first, never, never hang up on the Zoom first. Never this hang is, up this is elementary stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, That's good. All right, anyhow, All shout right. out, Jason. Thank you for coughing quietly. You picks, are welcome. Picks record for the year. Jason currently still in the lead, 30, 27, and 3, heading into the final week of the regular season. Logan, you and I are a game behind in second place, 29, 28, and 3. Let it be known, we are still all above the dreaded 500 mark uh, for at least one more week. God help us all. Um, Thank you. Okay. So week 14, 15, whatever teen this is, we got two 12 p.m.s, we got a 3, we got a 3.30, and we've got an 8 p.m. ACC Network special. (laughs) All right. Special. We, I mean, start. so just we just for the record, we called that that game was 100 percent on ACC Network like four oh. weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I I almost was concerned that because both of these schools got the ACC Network curse this season, that they would cancel each other out and they'd get, <laughs> they'd put this game on Masson or like cable <laughs> access or something like that. Yep. We could be we could be so lucky. Yep. So all right. We'll uh, start at noon, SEC 
we have the Bulldogs of Georgia traveling to take on the Missouri Tigers. Uh, the dogs favored by 13 for Jason to start us with. Jason, real quick, this is a ranked-on-ranked matchup. In case it is. The number yeah. 24-ranked Missouri Tigers. Without wow. Drew Locke at quarterback. Say the line again, Jordan, please. 13 points. Ah, uh, Missouri by 13? If you want to pick that way, <laughs> yeah, then... Yeah, that's what it is. That's correct. <laughs> that might be a little easier. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take uh, Georgia here. Uh, I don't have any real passionate reason for doing that. I don't know that I've actually seen Missouri play this year. They've just kind of existed, um, which is a, a great statement on me. You should listen to everything I say. Um, but I think, you know, they look fine. I, I know that Georgia has an extra week. They're coming off a bye. Um, I think Georgia's got more talent across the board by a, a hefty margin. Um, yeah, I don't have any, like, real in-depth reason for picking this game. I just, I'll take Georgia. Uh, I'm trying to find what Bill C has this at real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I apologize. Okay, he's got it a 16-point game. See, my issue with Georgia is, one, again, I worry that they don't do fun things on offense enough to cover a big number like this. Like, what was the game? I think we all picked them to cover, like, 12 or 13 against Kentucky. <laughs> Ugh. And they just ran <laughs> a thousand times. Yeah, that's fair. A real abortion of a football game was what that was. It was terrible. <laughs> In- interesting choice. Um, Jesus. I, <laughs> they true. have been playing better with JT Daniels at quarterback. I will say yep. that. It was Kentucky, by the way, and it was by 17. Yeah. Yeah, I did not like that. And I also wonder, like, they don't have a, a whole lot like to play it. for anymore. Yeah, you know? that's true. Missouri does. JT Daniels, evidently, in his one game in which they almost lost to Mississippi State, got a first round draft grade. So he'll be up out of there. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Mizzou. Give me the home team. They've got way more to play for than Georgia does. Home dogs. Oof. I'm going to take Georgia as well. I think that um, they know who they are at this point. And I mean, Missouri, good story. Um, They've been playing better, but uh, they're not. They're they're really like not that good. And like I said, Georgia doesn't have a whole lot to play for. But I think they're you know still top ten. They're probably holding out hope that they can sneak into a big bowl game, maybe, and you know claim that they were the number seven team in the country at the end of the year or something like that. Which, as a fan of a team that has recently done some shenanigans like that, I'm into it. You know, so go dogs. All right, next we've got, uh, I mean, I guess we would have to classify this as elevation versus elevation. Um, mm-hmm. This is also a noon kickoff, which is wild that these two teams are getting things started at noon. We've got Utah. We've got Colorado. Noon Eastern. Noon Eastern. Don't get it twisted, yes. folks. Oh, 10 a.m. Colorado time, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Colorado is favored by two points in this. I'm going to go Utah. Uh, this, I mean, this just continues my theme of if the game is being played in elevation, pick Utah, even if it's not their elevation. Colorado's undefeated, right? I yeah. don't know. Four and O, oh, baby. Undefeated. Them only, them only being a two point favorite, that means like if, if home field is worth three, then some, something. Who's to say in this, who's to say in this, in this but, new norm? Yeah. 
yeah. in, in these unprecedented times. <laughs> Utah has only played three games. And Jake Bentley is their quarterback, so I'm going to take Colorado, um, mostly for those reasons. No, I mean, I'll, I'll take Colorado. Jake Bentley's going to get fried out of his mind on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> a little home game situation. Um, you know, Utah might be okay, but, uh, you know, we've seen Utah – not be okay before yeah i don't have a lot of analysis here um but good story colorado let's keep the good times rolling go buffaloes yeah uh, i might take buffalo too uh, i think they might actually be a decent team um they haven't really played anybody because no one's playing out there but um yeah they, they don't look bad um and yeah utah i don't don't know that utah's super good this year so I'll take I'll take the home highness. Oh. Um, so for whatever reason, Bill C's spreadsheet has this as a nine thirty Friday game. Uh, so I don't oh. know if there was like a, a flex deal that put them into big yeah. noon Saturday or what. But um, all right, uh, Logan well, you... Michigan, was Michigan Ohio State was supposed to be big noon Saturday? Could have been. Yeah. All right, who did you guys pick again? Sorry, I was uh, looking at the We both picked Colorado. Colorado. I think we both picked Colorado. Okay. So I'm once again on the right side of history. <laughs> True. Okay, uh, now at 3 p.m., we have the game of the year, game of the century, game of the red, white, and blue. These colors do not run, brother. Uh, we've got the troops playing against each other. Uh, it's a shame either team has to lose this game, honestly, because we don't like <laughs> to see the troops lose, as you well know. Uh, Navy right. is at Army, 3 p.m. Army favored by seven clean points. Logan, please start us off. Navy's is favored by seven? No, Navy, Navy is the seven-point underdog. Oh. I'll take Navy. Just based off of pedigree, at this point. Um, oh yes. Neither neither of these teams are, are clearly are that good this year. This is not going to be your your uh the the Army Navy game that you're bouncing your grandkid on your knee telling them about. Probably not. But um, yeah, give me Navy. Um, a lot of intensity here on the podcast tonight. Yeah, we're just a lot of strong ch- opinions. Too many details, <laughs> some might say. Um, I'm going to take Army. Uh, I know they beat Georgia Southern like two weeks ago. Um, I know Navy's lost a bunch in a row. Army's coming off at least a week off, maybe two. Um, so give me the Black Georgia Knights. Southern. Georgia Southern, another job that might pop open. I don't think they're too happy with their coach. Mm. No? Did he Shane just get there? That one? Um, I, I don't – Jason, they have like a, some weird shenanigans. I think that this guy might have been there for two or three at this point. Oh, yeah, Lundford. That's right. He's been uh, there four years, actually. Yeah, because they were they were 10-3 and three two years ago, and they've won seven games each of the last two years. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and take Army. I don't have a reason why, but I'll take them. <laughs> you want to be on the right side of history. I, I favor the land troops instead of the As a former Norfolk, Virginia resident, I got to ride with, with my squad, you know. Okay, you do that. Yes, uh, the Naval Academy in Norfolk, Virginia. No, I'm talking about the largest naval base on Earth, Jason. You might have heard of it. Norfolk. I know. It's called the United States of America. 
We're just one big naval base. We're just one big we're, naval we're establishing, we're, we're establishing a thalassocracy. We're going to establish it. We're, we're starting dealing with purple dye. All right. Uh, what are we talking about? What are we doing? 3.30, we're going to go to the ACC rather than the SEC. This is also uh, like a top 20 game, maybe. Um, it is. We've got the North Carolina Tar Heels traveling to Logan's neck of the woods to take on the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, the Canes favored by three, and Jason gets the start. Ooh. Not a lot of respect for Miami there. Yeah, it feels feels a little low. Um, I'm going to take... Yeah, I'm going to take Miami to cover that at home, for sure. Um, for sure, 100%. Yeah, I, obviously. What other choice? <laughs> um, I think Miami's defense is, like, kind of decent. Yes. Um, like, like, pretty decent, and especially, like, pretty good pass defense. And so if they can limit North Carolina's pass offense, then I'm not worried. Um, Jason, which hmm. team has the better quarterback in this game? Hmm. There's a sports radio question for you. That's, what do you want your quarterback to do? When we come back, Jason tells you which I need team to, quarterback <laughs> edge in this weekend. I, I need to know what offense I'm running. You're running the Nebraska 1994. <laughs> well, then you got to have a white guy. I, mean, I will take Rodney Landers. It's um, oh, God. <laughs> I, I would take De'Ara King. Um, but if I'm like yeah. – if I'm spreading it out and going four and five wide most of the game, I'm taking hell. You're telling me that Rhett Lashley is not spreading it out and going four or five wide most. Of the game. <coughs> I don't think Miami actually has four wide receivers on the roster, but I, do they have? Yeah, I just... they have a couple of good tight ends though. They do. Uh, I w- oh, you're going Jordan. Sorry. Well, if you want to go, go ahead. <laughs> No, it's no, up to you. We can either excited. we could either stick with the order we've done literally for all five years of this podcast, or we can change it up. It's up to you. That's why uh, I wanted Jordan to go. Well, I'll I'll just get out of the way real quick. I'll take uh, Miami. I Bill C has this as a one point game, but I feel that North Carolina does not play as well as they could on the road. Uh, I don't have stats or numbers to back that up. That's just kind of a gut feeling. And I think I like Miami that. does. Like, I I also think Miami does play better or above maybe their average at home. So I'll take Miami. Um, guys, I've seen a couple juicy Orange Bowl matchups pitting Miami and Florida, which could be really fun. Mm. Um, seeing as this, uh, Florida probably won't be in the playoff, um, probably next best thing getting to. Play Miami. That all said, I, I I like Miami. I'll take Miami here. Um, I just think that I think they figured some things out in the, in the recent weeks on offense. Uh, for sure, they've just had some more even performances. Um, I was a little dubious of the Derek King experience, but it seems like they've kind of normalized his sort of like uber athletic figure it out um, offense that they kind of run with him, letting him be like quite literally do everything he's been fantastic it's kind of like the bryce perkins experience last year yes and i don't think north carolina's defense is well suited like organized enough to deal with um a quarterback like that so i think the combination of miami probably having a better defense than north carolina's and probably them having an edge just based on 
um, maybe some offensive volatility, uh, I will go with the Hurricanes to keep it rolling. And they're they've been good this year. They're what eight and one. I think so. Only yeah. So I mean, yeah. And I mean, it was expected. They had some. They probably should have lost to NC State. I think they had a couple games they probably should have lost earlier in the year, but they, you know, you have a good quarterback and you kind of find a way to win. So good teams in theory do that. So, I mean, shout out to Manny. seems like he kind of uh, has some things going here. I am extremely interested in how Miami moves forward. Um, without because this Without Derek King. Because this year, I mean, last year they were just like objectively bad with a bad quarterback situation. Um, he covers a lot of holes. Yeah, an unsettled quarterback situation. And they've kind of gotten a little fat this year, I would say, off the Derek King thing. I'm pretty sure, I think his name is like Brock Vandegrift or something. He's like a freshman that's coming in um, or maybe redshirting or something. from like Blue Mountain State or something. (laughs) He's supposed to be the heir apparent, but I think he's more of a pro-style guy. Uh, You know, not to say that that means he's a schlub, but um, yeah, I I guess I'm just, I'm really interested to see how Miami like tries to parlay the success that they're probably having in a one-off year, in a weird year with with kind of a very unique quarterback situation so if i'm That's manny's all. agent i am signing that extension whatever gets offered it's getting signed. pronto yeah. um i did see mckenzie milton had 100 percent uh crystal ball to florida state he is in the transfer portal oh well so. good for him for being back in playing shape that's awesome there were some thoughts that maybe he would be interested in going to miami as well oh maybe they should play for him Got to feel bad if you're any Miami quarterback and they just keep bringing in grad transfer, like like hyper freak, you know, athletic guys that aren't you. Like, yeah, you know, maybe next year. Sorry about it. I'll just yeah, wait. Jared, yeah, sorry. Not going not gonna to happen. I'll wait my turn. All right, boys. Let's get this beef poop sandwich out of the way. Uh, <laughs> the bell of the ball. Virginia mm-hmm. at Virginia Tech, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the aforementioned ACC network. Uh, the Hokies are favored by three points, and I get to start. I'm going to take Virginia Tech. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is kind of the annual uh, emotional kind edge. Of. But, again, I I have some legitimate concerns about the run defense for Virginia, given their defensive line deficiencies at this point in the year. Isn't um, their passing up like the worst, one of the worst pass defenses in the, the country? The secondary has been absolutely terrible. <laughs> so there's, yeah. there's not a lot to like on defense <laughs> other than like the effort. They play hard. They do. Yeah. Zane Zandier's out there. Wolfing, I, yeah. You know? And I do like, I like, two or three of the linebackers other other than that i've i've three not linebackers. i've not loved a lot of the defensive <laughs> stuff i've seen over the past several weeks um, i've had a lot to like on defense <laughs> the, they, the offense has been clicking though past past couple games so that's been encouraging i i mean can uva win yes should they win probably uh virginia tech's program is so much of a mess but if they play the way they're capable of playing, uh, they, I think they will beat Virginia. Um, but I'm hopeful, just kind of the 30,000-foot view here, I'm hopeful that this game 
maybe takes a page out of last year's book and turns into more of a shootout um, than like the the fourteen to ten finishes that we've we've been accustomed to with just like doinks on on all the goalposts and 10 15 penalties for each team um i enjoy the shootout version more uh yeah so fully agree i'm gonna take the Hokies. i hate this game so much i hate it every year i I don't want to watch it yeah my i think my favorite tradition maybe in college football is me texting you guys right before kickoff and you guys being like uh this i'm gonna vomit like i hate everything i I even like i and i i can't tell if this is unique to just our fandom individually or if this is like unique to this game but i've i don't feel like people get excited for it i don't i don't think anybody on either side likes this game and they just just think everyone wants it to like it's like the shot you get at the doctor like can we just do this and yeah let's just if if it's it's my it's it's my covid tests it's yeah. like listen nobody's gonna enjoy this like i'm gonna like probably cough on you and hate yeah. you and you don't want to shove this up my nose we don't have uh, to talk but, about it after if we don't yeah we just need to get this over with and yep. yeah right yeah so yeah. maybe it's lost some luster <laughs> yeah yeah just like a weird it's just it's been such kind of a bummer of a year for virginia tech and then virginia just seems like they kind of got a little bit snake bit this year and cycled out of some good talent that they had on the roster the last couple of years. So it's just, you know, like I said, Jason, I think that's, I think it's well put. I think the game has lost a little bit of its luster. Um, Clearly both teams want to win. I know Virginia tech would like to, um, you know, prove that last year was an aberration or, or whatever. This would be, a real a real bad time for Justin Fuente if they lost this game, which would be delightful. I mean, just like the I don't know, it could yeah. be a really good time because he could be three days away from getting ten million dollars in buyout money. This is true. This is true, and not having them in Blacksburg anymore. There are worse um, bad days. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. I just don't. Yeah, I, I guess I don't really know what to think. I will. I'll take the who's here to play play up to potential. Um, be show up ready to play this game. Virginia Tech has had a little bit of, I mean, they 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 showed some signs of life against Clemson, but I mean, they also there's been games this year where they really look like they've been checked out. Um, I don't want to, you don't want to say that they necessarily have quit because I don't really think that teams do that to the extent that we fans claim that they well, do. And this is the game where, like, if anybody checks out, they'll get up for this game. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, sometimes game. it's hard to just like muster that up out of nowhere but um jordan like you i'm hoping for a fun game i'm hoping aggressive virginia offensive play calling comes uh into this game maybe knowing that they're gonna be behind the eight ball a little bit on defense and have to make up for it um but yeah i I, i've been kind of impressed with virginia's push recently like they look like they've kind of been playing a little bit more organized and um i don't know their offense has not been driving me like completely insane with, yeah. with the play calling and some of the sort of like work hustling backwards stuff that they seemed like they were doing at times last year. So um, no better time to pull that out than against Virginia tech though. So let's see how it goes. Is it going to be cold? Oh, I'm sure it will be. It's in Blacksburg. Uh, oh. Temperature is 57. I think they're catching a little bit of the heat wave coming through the Valley. So I would, I would count for football weather, like 40, 45. Yeah, that's probably true. Guess. 
I, I will say though, the the positive we've got going is Brennan Armstrong's an Ohio boy. So he, okay, he knows about playing in football weather. Blacksburg is probably going right. to feel tropical to him. <laughs> True. Good point. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Virginia as well. Uh, obviously, I haven't uh, watched them. I think I've, you could probably count on one hand the number of quarters I've watched of Virginia live. Listen, good, um, good health decision on your part. Yeah, it just yeah. felt right. And uh, same, same, by the way. Yeah, I just I, – I think – I think if – I'm trying to think how to word this. I think if the, like, current mental state of both programs were equal, I think Virginia Tech wins this game. I think, Jordan, you're right. They match up better. Like, they have a really good – a genuinely great run offense going mm-hmm. against a beat-up defense. Um, and that's usually something you can count on in November or whatever month we're in now. February, I think. And um, – <laughs> So like I think I think talent wise and matchup wise it goes in Virginia Tech's favor, but like you know I, I watched most of that Clemson game last week. I've seen them a couple times. I watched a chunk of that Miami game. They're just not there. Like they just they they're. I've watched bad teams before, and you can always like see the gears turning. Like they're not playing instinctually. They're not playing the, like the way they smooth in any fashion, way, shape, or fashion. Like you can see like right. the like really okay funky. I got the snap. Yeah. I got the snap. Now I okay. Next I do this. Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, what do I do next? I do this, and like they're just not there. And they the play calling has been very suspect. Like the coaching matchup currently swings way in favor of Virginia, which is a hilarious sentence to say out loud after our last 30 years on this planet. Um, yep. Finally, and, we got them. Yeah. So <laughs> right where we were. Like I, I just you know it. I'm. I feel disgusting. Like I need to take a shower with all these cliches, but like, if it, this feels like a game where talent isn't going to decide things, say and, say throw all the records out of the window. Yeah, you can throw the records out. <laughs> sometimes you just got to throw the win loss records out the window with these two teams. And so, but yeah, I, I, just, I don't think I don't think Virginia Tech's there. And Virginia, for all like, it's a Virginia is a very flawed team this year and a beat up. But like, they they know it and they're like mentally still there and Virginia Tech is not. Yeah, I like U- that. UVA like at that. this point is kind of like the the little little bit of crazy wounded animal. Yeah. They're just like, like they they're towards the end of the like they're they're the they're they're World War II veterans like right towards the end of the war like they've seen some <laughs> and they're like fine with it. Yes. Right. What are you gonna do? Stab me? That, yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of the UVA. They are right now. UVA is guy who got stabbed at this point. Yeah. That, that's true. I mean, UVA has a little bit. Of, I mean, you don't want to say house. Do that another cliche, the house money thing. But yeah. um, I mean, they certainly like Virginia Tech. I would say probably has more of the pressure on them to regain things, and they got a yeah. coach. They got a, a coach situation looming over them, and they've been really uneven this year. And, like you, you want to be the team that like. I don't, I don't mean sides of the ball, but you want to be the team on the offensive. Like, I think Virginia's yeah. – the state of the program is like we are up and coming and we're doing well. And the state of the, pro, the program in Blacksburg is like we got to dig our heels in or we're going to lose this whole fort. Like, that's right. And you don't, you don't want to be that team. So That's why, uh, that's why Florida's going to be Alabama in two weeks, like 64 to 61. Just to- that, that, was, that was the segue I was going for. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I had to tie it all together. You're welcome. All right, boys. Anything else? Um, 
you know, not not the worst weekend. The, the noon slate isn't great, even though we're picking a few games from it. I mean, I um, really wish this UVA game was at noon so we could just, again, get it over with and not have it hanging over our Whip heads that Band-Aid off by lunch. I've got some dinner situation, so I'm sure I'll be sweating that one out at the, uh, at the, at the Voodoo Bayou. You're, you're a sweaty guy. You, you've been known to sweat yeah. from time to time. Speak compulsively checking my phone, all pitted, trying to <laughs> suck it down, sucking down hurricanes. That's the way it goes. Anyways. <laughs> we'll see. All right, boys. Good times all around. Uh, so we're about podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're at the wheel route. We're about podcast. Jimmy.com. The wheel route.com is the website. Thanks for joining us. Love you. Go Gators. Go who's go Dukes. Dukes.